Thanks, everyone. This is the latest edition of the All Lions podcast, made possible thanks to Sports Illustrated and Fan Nation. I am the Doc, John Macaroon. I'm looking forward to this one. We have on the line one of the great writers that we have here at SI All Lions, Daniel Kelly. He is a former NFL scout who does great content and scouting work for our website. And I think it's really great to have him on the line because he had an opportunity earlier this week to have a conversation with a college draft prospect that potentially could find himself drafted in the first round of this year's draft. Daniel, what's up, sir? Hey, how's it going, John? I'm doing well. (laughs) Yeah, it's all good. I'm looking forward to this conversation. How did you come across Roger McCreary, cornerback out of Auburn? I know you did some scouting on him. You felt like potentially if the Detroit Lions took a look at him based on the fact they do have a young secondary, they do have young players that are returning but were injured last year. You you did some work. You looked at him. You looked at tape. You looked at film of his play this year out of Auburn, and you came away really impressed. I think that, you know, when you look at scouting, you look at potentially adding players, the Lions don't really have a lot of room for error, especially in the secondary. If they go out and invest a first or second round pick in a defensive back, we all here are sitting here a little bit traumatized from what we got with the number three pick in Jeff Okuda a couple years back. We can't have players that are going to potentially not end up working out. So you saw his tape and you you kind of walked away really impressed. I, I really did, John. Um, you know, it, it starts by looking at the lists that are out there about, you know, who the up-and-comers are and who might be a first-round projection, that type of thing. And there's a bunch of names on the list, and I kind of will it down and, and look at a bunch of different prospects. Uh, you know, and, and when I took a look at Roger, the thing I really came away most impressed with is, is being a former NFL scout was his techniques. Uh, he is. He plays the game on a much more mature level than a lot of corners I've seen who are coming out as rookies. He has a lot of good techniques. He has some veteran techniques even uh, that I feel like would be a very good fit uh, in that second corner position uh, opposite of um, Amani Aurier. And I think he can step in, John, and be a guy who who fits not only you know from from a physical standpoint because he is physical and he is competitive, which kind of fits that Dan. Campbell mold of the type of player they're looking for in the secondary, that kind of aggressive type of play that Aaron Glenn wants. But also I feel like he just kind of fits into what the the team is about. And and, and also from a technique standpoint, I'm I'm very curious to see, John, what somebody like Aaron Glenn would do with, with a Roger McCreary, because he is, I would almost say light years ahead of a lot of corners from a technique standpoint. He uses his hands exceptionally well. He's, he's not afraid to come up and jam and play real close to line of scrimmage. He can play off too. But, but the interesting thing about Roger McCreary is he uses a hand so well. It's almost like a second set of eyes, if you will, uh, where he's able to play the ball more and kind of feel the receiver where he's at. Uh, he's a guy that plays with great route leverage, um, you know, uses the boundaries, uses the sideline very well as a friend. Uh, he's someone that maintains good inside route leverage on vertical routes. And he's somebody that plays angles really well. That's something you usually see from a lot of veterans, but you're seeing it with Roger McCreary uh, coming into this league as a rookie. Uh, so there's a lot of things that he does uh, exceptionally well that I really do like. And, um, you know, I think he would be a really, really interesting and a good fit. And some of I think Aaron Glenn could take from his expertise being a former All-Pro himself, as we've seen him work with some of these young corners with Detroit, and actually make him even better uh, in the pros. 
Yeah, absolutely. Especially now, there are whispers that maybe Aubrey Pleasant could, after one season in Detroit, get elevated. Uh, the, the NFC North, potentially with the Minnesota Vikings, with their turnover after letting go of their uh, head coach and general manager, they are in line to hire the Los Angeles Rams offensive coordinator, who has a relationship with Aubrey with uh, Aubrey Pleasant, the Lions' current defensive backs coach. So it'll be interesting to see how the Lions' coaching situation makes sense. But after you have evaluated film, after the great breakdown you just provided us, you felt like potentially the fair grade that you would give him, uh, Roger McCreary, is a first or second round grade. You think he'll come off the board fairly early in this year's draft. I do. I do, John. As a matter of fact, it wouldn't surprise me at all to see Bill Bilicek, who I used to work with at the Jets, uh, taking a real close look at this guy. Bilicek's all about technique and how you play the game. You can't get on the field unless you're a really good technique guy from a cornerback position. So with, with New England's situation, with, with the possible free agent uh, situation they have going on there with J.C. Jackson, uh, you know, see, kind of see how this unfolds. But I can see him, John, going somewhere between 20 and 35 and he should be right there in that spot where the Lions will be drafting somewhere at 31, 32 uh, if, if the uh, New England Patriots don't take him. I mean, impressive guy and somebody you can plug in and play, and uh, he, can, he can start uh, from day one, I feel. Yeah, especially having the experience of playing in the SEC. People definitely pay attention to those that come from Auburn, Alabama. The competition's so high, and especially with the work that he did last week at the Senior Bowl had an opportunity to check in with the Lions and their coaching staff as well. So you look at, you know, situations and you have a player in Roger McCreary that potentially could be a fit. And uh, I I like the idea of looking at potential prospects and things like that. Outside of uh, cornerback, you probably are similar to me in that the Lions have needs really across the board on defense with linebackers, safety, uh, an edge rusher, uh, potentially across the board and adding depth along that defensive line. The Lions should probably, and they'll probably get help early in the draft with the number two pick. They should heavily focus on their defense in this year's draft. I think that's fair to fair and safe to assume. Hey, absolutely, John. That's exactly right. I mean, with, with six out of eight uh, head coaches being hired, uh, coming from the offensive side of the ball. I think we're all seeing the uh, the, the game is evolving more and more into an offensive, uh, you know, just a, a, a fireworks display, if you will. And and there's two things. I mean, if you, you've got to be able to do one of two things, or both preferably on defense in the NFL. You've got to be able to get to the passer, and you've got to be able to cover the pass if you're going to be competitive in this league. If you can't get a, an elite edge rusher, uh, you know, somebody can get to the quarterback in time, or if you can't get a corner who's a lockdown, shutdown guy, you almost have to go offense just to keep up in today's game. Yeah, and I think that's where the the debate is going to be had. Do the Lions, especially after their wide receivers coach, put it out there point blank. He's like, I want two to three more receivers in this room to build up competition. It's a, a fair debate to have. We started to have it over here at SI All Lions. Maybe in my early mock draft, I went offense with the first three picks. I took Willis at number two, a couple wide receivers. And then, because you got to remember, the Lions have 10 picks. So while it's an early edition of a mock draft, we are looking at this growing idea that offense is really where it's at for these teams. Look at the Bengals, look at the Rams, look at these teams that remain. We all all were in awe of the blockbuster game that we saw between the the Chiefs and the Bills, where the the points came aplenty, where... Late in games, 
the defense basically takes a back seat because they're worn out. And it's a game that's tailored for offense. So I'm interested to see how Brad Holmes and his scouting department and what their thoughts are regarding how they want to proceed because they went with an offensive lineman and they hit the defensive line early in last year's draft and didn't even hit on a wide receiver until the fourth round with Amonra St. Brown. So this conversation we're about to play was had earlier this week between one of our favorite scouts, Daniel Kelly, and Roger McCreary out of Auburn. Sit back, enjoy, and thanks everybody for listening to the All Lions podcast. Make sure anywhere that you listen and find your favorite podcast, just type in Detroit Sports Podcast and our All Lions podcast will be there for you. Trying to come out now twice a week, bring you great guests, great inside analysis like that is brought to you by Daniel Kelly here at SI All Lions. So again, Sit back, enjoy. This is the conversation we had at SIL Lions with Roger McCreary. We have a great opportunity today. Uh, really excited to talk to you, um, uh, Roger McCreary out of Auburn. Uh, you had spent the last week, of course, in Alabama at the Senior Bowl. And uh, this interview is courtesy of, of Exos. And uh, you, you're somebody that's really caught my attention. <laughs> and uh, you, you've had a great college career at Auburn. Uh, six interceptions, uh, 32 passes defended on ESPN.com. 14 passes defended alone in 2021, which ranks you four in college football. Uh, first, before we begin, I just want to congratulate you for a great career at Auburn and also uh, for getting to this point uh, in the journey. Uh, thank you. And thanks so much. Uh, ab- absolutely. So, so how's everything going uh, right now? No, everything be going good. I'm just here. I'm trying getting ready for the combine. No, that that's good. And, and this, of course, is the time of the year, um, you know, where everybody wants to get to know you better. Uh, so we do appreciate this opportunity. And, and I would like to start a little bit talking, uh, Roger, if I could, about your training. Uh, you have chosen to work with Exos in preparation for the NFL scout, scouting combine and also for the NFL draft. Uh, it's it's a great choice. Uh, it's a choice. Uh, it's a company that was founded in 1999. Uh, about 50% of first rounders have worked with Exos historically, including 90 19 players in this weekend Super Bowl, uh, guys like OBJ, Jamar Chase, also Matthew Stafford. Um, if I can start by asking you, Roger, why did you choose to work with Exos? Um, you basically just said it. Um, um, there's just a lot of history here. Um, just the whole program, knowing that great plays went through here. And uh, it's um, Exos Defense College, you know, 40 minutes away from my hometown. So like this is really like my second home. Um, I just like like the city. It's peace and quiet, not not a lot of distractions and everything. You know, meeting the staff, it's just great. Like just like knowing them and everything, and just trusting them and everything they say throughout this whole process. Now, if you could talk a little bit about your your training schedule uh, right now, uh, in preparation for the NFL Combine, also for the draft, uh, what does it look like, and how is it different than what you've done in the past? If there is a difference. Um, there, there's really like not like a big difference. Um, we train Monday through Saturday. Um, we work out like we had like three sessions. We will the first session we'll work out on the field and everything, do our agility drills and stuff. And that's that's something like we did in college a lot. On the second, it's like recovery and call that region. Um, it's just like great to recover with the body on um, with exercise and everything. Just recovery from earlier. Then on the third session, we'll we will lift weights. 
And I feel like it's just a little smoother process throughout the day. Um, and after that, we'll like have massages or like we can scratch and anything like with the trainers and stuff. So I feel like that whole little process is great throughout the whole week. Absolutely. And I think too, that fans are interested to in know, like, I mean, how many hours do you to go into training per week in, in preparation for the combine? Mm, I, I don't know. I have, I have a counted. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so like a few. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> a- ab- absolutely. Um, and, and how are you feeling Roger as, as you uh, head into the uh, combine? Uh, I feel great. Um, I feel like I'm proving it every week. Um, just learning new stuff every week. I feel like I'm doing great from day one. So I feel like I'm going to be great when I leave here. And uh, here, here's a uh, here's a question everybody wants to know uh, is how much uh, sugar and beans have you been eating um, lately? <laughs> that, that's like, something a lot, a lot of fans don't know, but that that's your pregame meal, I read. <laughs> oh, yes, sir. But one thing about that, I haven't ate much of beans on my diet. That's not a little smart move for me right now. So I had to stay away from that. But I haven't ate none throughout this whole process. <laughs> No, that's cool. I thought that was kind of interesting. I've known corners in the past, like the uh, Hall of Famer Daryl Green used to put a uh, Tootsie Roll in the sock uh, for the uh, for the games he used to play and stuff. So I'm always curious about the uh, pregame meals, different things that players do. That's always kind of cool to read, read stuff like that. Uh, now, I read something interesting, Roger, um, on, uh, from uh, Pro Football Focus uh, that said that you didn't play, grow up playing a quarterback. You played some quarterback, some running back, wide receiver, linebacker. Is that correct? Oh, yes, sir. How did how did playing those other positions do you feel help you prepare to play corner at the NFL level? It's just like like the different skills that each position bring, like with change of direction and the ability to speed and everything. So I feel like playing all the multiple positions throughout my whole like whole career in life, I feel like it's great and it prepared me for playing cornerback. I never played cornerback growing up. That's the one position I never have. So like Knowing like I play all the position and now finally I can focus on one position. I knew I was going to be great at just focus on that one position when I got to college. Absolutely. Yeah, I know it's a well-rounded background you, you bring to the game for sure. Um, you know, over your course of your career, uh, Roger, at Auburn, what were your favorite experiences there? My favorite experience, um, I would say, I would say after the game, my favorite experience, that was like after a big, big game we had, just going to the locker room and just cheering with your teammates. And we used to like play music and stuff like a lot. And there's a lot on there that would dance. I mean, I don't know how to dance, but it was just <laughs> great just watching and everybody have fun. And I feel like that was one of the best experiences. That That's that's pretty cool stuff. And how has uh, playing in Auburn helped you prepare for the NFL in your in your mind? I feel like it, it helped me a lot. I'm um, playing the SEC, going against – great receivers throughout the whole week and I'm going to get no one guy every time. So I feel like um it was great, especially with um my defense coordinator, Kevin Steele, my first three years, he had me playing man. And I feel like a lot of combats play man. So I feel like they helped me a lot with that mentality going into the next um, level. Absolutely. And and now you just got done uh, playing in the, uh, participating in the senior bowl and senior bowl week. How would you describe that experience? Um, that was like one of the greatest experiences um ever. Um, like playing the senior bowl in, in my hometown, just watching it growing up as a little kid and finally being invited to play in that game. I feel like that whole week it was just great. I mean, I, I didn't know it, it was like that mental, like with the interviews and everything, but it was just great that I finally went through that process. So 
so it won't be hard going into the next level. Absolutely. And of course, you worked with the Lions uh, coaches uh, during the week. Um, what stood out to you most about Lions defensive backs coach Aubrey uh, Pleasant? It's just like the energy that, that they bring, like their whole coaching style. Like they bring energy, you know, no matter what. Like even when somebody did bad at press, they picked everybody up. Oh, they just they just love like competition and it just they just made it fun throughout that whole week just getting coached by them coaches so i feel like it was great to being to getting coached by them because going to the next level that's how i look at every coach is to come with that energy every time absolutely yeah energy is so important uh, i i definitely uh, can hear you there and um is there a moment during the senior bowl week or, or the game a matchup a play anything that stood out to you the most it was just, I would say, it's the one-on-ones, just going against the uh, other receivers in different conferences and stuff. It was just great experiencing that because I always want to get, to, always want to go against great competition because they're gonna make me better as a player. So I was happy I went through that at the senior ball. Absolutely, no. That that's very well said. And um, as you know, as a former NFL scout myself, you know, I, when I watched you on film, uh, I wrote an article about you. And the, the things I really like about you a lot are your techniques um, and the attitude you bring to the position, Roger. You know, I feel like you're like this, like the things I see out of you, I see from a lot of veteran corners in the NFL. I mean, you use your hands exceptionally well. You play the ball well. Uh, you you mirror the receivers very. well well you you maintain good route leverage on, on vertical routes uh you're not afraid to mix it up and get in there with receivers and stuff i mean you're imposing presence uh the things the things i really liked about you watching you on game film this last season where did you learn that kind of good technique from um going into like my freshman year it, it was hard for me because this is my first time playing corner especially going getting great receiver so it was a little hard for me um i feel like i improved a lot from my freshman year to my sophomore year but I just use my resources around me. I'm talking to the older guys that I looked up to, um, the receiver coaches, asked them what I need to improve at. I even asked the receivers, like, what they, what they don't like that DBs do. So I just took that all in and just combined it together. And um, it's really, like, all, like, mentally in the game, like, knowing what you're going to do before the play even happened. So um, going against um, tough receivers, I learned that you can't play every receiver the same. So I would switch up my technique and everything. Depending on if he's a big guy, I'll be more physical at the line. If he's quicker or faster, I would be like more soft or patient so I can keep up with his speed. But I learned that like throughout from my sophomore year and junior year, freshman, like sophomore year, junior year, and senior year, I just learned from my mistakes and just like try to improve that or figure out a way to use that to my advantage. And that's how I feel like I did great. Yeah, I know. It, it definitely stood out for sure. And uh, did you have a favorite or do you have a favorite corner um, in the NFL, someone you look up to and try to model your game after? I would say Jair Alexander. Good choice. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I know he's he's a, he's a great one for sure. And um, in your words, um, Roger, what is an NFL team getting um, if they select you? Oh, they're getting a person first. I'm like a quiet person who likes to observe. So they're going to get a quiet person. But when I like learn like how like the little atmosphere is just the surroundings, that's when they're going to get like one of the most goofiest person ever who's just like to make jokes. I just like to live in the moment, have fun. And that's what type of person they're going to get. But when it comes to football, I'm going to go hard at every play. My mind, my mind says to come in and start right away to help the team in the way I can. And that's what, the pers- that's what type of player that they get. That's very cool. Do you have anybody who's uh, friends or anything currently in the NFL you've talked to and spoken to that have helped you prepare for what to expect during your rookie season? 
Um, I talked to Jamel Dean. He was a cornerback for Auburn. Uh, Noah Igmanogany, um, Carlton Davis. Them, them three are cornerbacks for Auburn, and that's some guys from Mobile. Where um, Jaquissi Tart played at, um, played at San Francisco. I talked to him every now and then too. That's that's cool. Yeah, preparation is key for for sure. Uh, what are your NFL goals, uh, Roger? Um, my NFL goals, I would say, is to come in and just have some playing time. I mean. That's not really no specific. I just want to come in and have the mindset of just starting. I don't really try to think so much into that. I just like let everything flow. All I know is I just come in with full effort, and I feel like at the end I'm gonna be put in a better position. Absolutely. Now, when did you start playing football? Like, what age were you when you started playing? I was four years old. Four years old, yes. and and um, so so you're four years old. You played like every year since then. Yes, sir. Okay. And so it's, it's, it's draft day, right? You've been playing since you're four and uh, it's, it's April 28th. Uh, your, your phone rings. Um, what's that? How, what do you envision? Like, what do you, what do you see? Like, what do you, what do you picture in your mind when your phone rings at night in an NFL team, a head coach or a general manager is on the other end of the phone? What's that could be like for you? Uh, I had to I haven't really, really thought about it that moment there. But now it's like now when I actually think about it, I'm just be shocked. Um, <laughs> it's like I'm just like be so excited. I'm not gonna try to cry because I know they're gonna be recording everything. So I'm just I'm just be excited for that moment. But it would just be like a, a little celebration because I know I got to get ready for the next level. So like I'm gonna just, just celebrate at that moment and just try to focus on at the next level. That's how I'm going to it. Absolutely, and and what are your what are your draft day plans? Are you gonna be with friends, family? Uh, do you have uh, a plan set up for that that day? Um, yes, sir. Uh, I want to be with my friends and family at home. That's very cool. That's very cool. Well, that's the moment everybody works for, and and here you are. You're just a little bit away from it, and uh, you know I want to thank you, Roger, uh, for taking the time today to meet with me and talk with us. And uh, you know I just want to again congratulate you on a great career, and I uh, wish you the very best of luck coming up in the NFL scouting combat, and also your career in the NFL. We'll all definitely be watching you on Sundays and Monday night and whichever other night that your team plays on. <laughs> yes, sir. Thank you for having me. Hey, sounds good. Thank you, Roger. Take care.